for the first few years of your life, did it ever cross your mind that you should feel insecure or feel bad about how your body looked? Was that your original thought? You are listening to What We Should Have Learned in School. My guess is that ideas of rejecting, feeling bad about, even hating how we look were not original ideas. In the last episode, we talked about the power of cultural conditioning. So I want you to just take a moment right now and really reflect on how much information you have come across in your lifetime, how many advertisements, how many blog articles, how many beautifully photoshopped Instagrammers have you come across that have implied that only certain body types are beautiful. Since we are in the middle of the summer season, I wanted to dedicate the month of July to all things body image. We're going to talk about insecurity in general. We're going to talk about this notion of self-love, kind of what's the deal with that. And of course, we're going to hit the nail on the head and we're really going to look at the psychological processes going on to create these feelings of lack, these feelings that are incredibly painful and, and fuel this kind of constant barrage of negative thoughts about ourselves and how we look. So in the next episode, we're actually going to speak with Dr. George Pransky on the issue of comparison. I would call this the comparison curse. And again, we're going to move on from there throughout the month. But one of the themes I really want to keep coming back to this month is this notion that we often create a faulty or a fake cause and effect just by the nature of being human. So as human beings, as our brain is learning and making sense of the world, the brain is looking for patterns all the time. It's looking to analyze what you're coming across in your current environment, and it's figuring out, okay, is this similar to something that you've learned or come across in the past? Is this different? Or another way that our brain creates patterns is just by sheer proximity. Meaning if two things occur in time and space next to each other, we tend to automatically assume that one thing caused the other thing. And we can get into all kinds of problems with this when we don't catch it, when we don't realize it. We can get into problems with our relationships. We can get into problems within ourselves because we're really not living life from a grounded perspective. We're not living from a more accurate point of view where we're living with the assumption that this thing causes this thing. And so all of our behaviors are in line with that faulty thinking and can take us to perhaps some really dark places when perhaps we don't have to live in that way. So I want to give an example about this faulty cause and effect. You know when you're watching a show, and a lot of times, especially if it's like some kind of thriller or some kind of crime show, the main character is usually found at a crime scene. And then the police come rushing in, and then the person sometimes gets arrested. So they are guilty by association. They're guilty just because they were there. 
And it absolutely does not mean that they caused that crime. So where in our lives are we doing this with ourselves? Where are we making things or sensations within us guilty by association? So it's also very common when people are driving along the road, if someone gets into an accident and someone stops to help them, a common response of the person that just got into the accident is that they'll look to the person and blame them. They think that they were the one that ran the stop sign, for instance, when in fact, in reality, it did not happen like that. But our brain just jumps to conclusion again, creating this faulty cause and effect. So for today, it's a short episode. I just want to encourage you to begin looking around in your life today for this fake cause and effect. Now, if you live with a significant other or you live with a family member, that's a great environment to try to test this out. Because often we see that either when a loved one is in a bad mood, they will actually start to lash out or even blame us, saying we're causing their stress, we're, we're stressing them out, we're bringing them down. When in fact, that is not what's going on from a legitimate logical standpoint, but we're guilty by association, right? We're living with them, they're feeling bad, and then, oh, we're there, sitting here. So very often we get the brunt of that, we get the blame. And it's not just our significant others and family members that do this to us. I really encourage you to look today how often you're doing that with other people. If you find yourself in a low mood or in a frustrated mood, how common is it for you to look in the space around you and blame the person or the thing that's directly around you? And is this really a sane way to approach life, right? This show is all about taking us deeper, a deeper grounding, a deeper understanding, a new way to experience life so that we tend to live with a little bit more grace, a little bit more ease, and maybe even a little bit more humor when we start to <laughs> realize that we're all human and we're all doing these things all the time. Again, creating these faulty cause and effect patterns. It doesn't mean we're bad. It doesn't mean our spouse is bad. But when we're aware of it, we can never be unaware of it again. And that changes the game for so many people. So that's all I have for today. If you haven't subscribed already, I really encourage you to do so. We've got some great things coming up this month in the realm of body image and self-love like we talked about. So just take a quick second, click that subscribe button. It literally takes one to two seconds and it really could make all the difference. You've been listening to What We Should Have Learned in School. I'm your host, Amy Leo. I'll see you next time.